Did you ever wonder? Did you ever wonder? I do. Did you ever wonder why the sun always rises, but the stars never fall, why dry land is never satisfied by water, and why fire never says enough? Enough. The wonder of a help meet, <laughs> or as we will see in Genesis chapter 2, when God made man, he said, uh, it's not good that a man be alone. And you may know um, that I'm marrying my daughter. I mean, one of the, and actually the first person I ever get to marry is my youngest daughter, Mariah, and I'm doing that this Saturday. And so God has been giving me a download on the things to say and to think about as the, we go into this marriage. And the thing that he was really putting on my heart is, is that idea of it's not good that a man would be alone. That was the beginning. And then obviously that idea, I will make a helpmate for him, that comes later on in that same verse. But first I want to talk about being alone. Uh, that when you study that word, it, it, it's it's actually a piece. Like there there's a piece of the puzzle, but in, in Adam's case, there were no puzzle pieces to go around him. And so it's interesting that he took from Adam a piece, right, his rib, to make uh, his helpmeet. That was what, what happens a little later in Genesis 2. But right here he says he's going to make him a helpmeet. And, and so studying that word um, helpmeet is a beautiful, beautiful picture of the bride of Christ in so many different ways. As you know, that's what's going to happen at the beginning of the story, and it happens at the end. Is what, you know, We say yes to the dress, and, and we get to be this help meet. And, of course, the wisdom of Solomon would be that he would write Proverbs 31 and give us a whole description of what God laid out in these three letters. <laughs> and when you look at those letters, in the, you, know, you may know that this, the, the 31st chapter of Proverbs is like the 119th Psalm in that all the verses that have to do with a virtuous woman are in the order of the Aleph base and then the same 22 letters that um, David used for the 119th Psalm. You know, here um, the Solomon gives us with each of these letters on how we represent the bride of Christ by that letter in all, you know, those different 22 chapter verses, excuse me, that come after or the, with the beginning of, you know, a virtuous woman who can find. And so as we look at this word, there's, there's many clues to uh, the beauty of the bride. And, and you know, there's, it's, it's cool because the, the first letter is the letter ayin. And, and that letter, that's why you hear azer when you, when you hear the word in Hebrew of what a helpmate is, is that ayin, that, that, that letter that looks like a Y. Because when you have uh, a Y, you've got like your eyes. You have two eyes, but you have one vision that are connected by an optic nerve. So same idea that when two become one or, you know, that they become one flesh, you know, is all very much connected to this idea of being uh, the help meet, right? That somebody that shares your vision, I mean, is absolutely spectacular. Um, as we've talked about many times, that actually if we could have the eyes of Christ and get his vision, then we can serve him. And so the, le- the word, the letter uh, Ian begins the word servant as well, and so it's very much connected to that idea of when you have their vision, you can serve them, and and, and it's really really cool that that the bride has you know the vision of the groom, and and there you have one flesh that idea of having that same vision. Well, very cool. And you just take the second letter, which is a Zion, which has to do with an idea, and of course it's really cool. 
Uh, I'm not going to go into all of that because there's not a time in this episode, but if you just look at the Ion verse in, in you know, Proverbs 31, you look at the Zion verse in Proverbs 31, and you look at the Resh verse, which is the last letter in the word Azer, and, and you'll see you know, what Solomon thought of you know, this idea here in those three letters that he used uh, in, in, Psalms, in Proverbs 31. So, you know, just a beautiful thing. But just what I wanted to talk about today is just the different combinations of these letters and what they spell. And so when you just take the Ion and the Zion, uh, the two first two letters, that those two put together means strength, of course, because the idea of the Zion is to remember or to consider. And so when you begin to consider the vision or when you remember the vision or you're working in lieu of what the vision is going to be, there's phenomenal strength in that. The whole idea we've talked about before, when uh, you can get all the people on the same page working on the same thing, when they share the vision, you know, then all of a sudden great things are accomplished. It's amazing uh, what can happen when people work together on the same idea. And so when you put that Zion together with the iron, you have the word strength, okay? <laughs> now, Interestingly, if you just take the second two letters, the, the uh, Zion, which is the second letter, and Arash, which is the last letter, you get the idea of a crown. And so when you think about, if you depend on how you want to look at it, and again, this is what I want to talk about, is if you, you have the idea of eyes or a vision, you have a vision of the crown. In other words, as, you, as, you, as the bride is a vision uh, to an extent, and you can see that in, in so many different ways of the crown that, 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 that we are going to receive, that we lay at Jesus' feet. So, that, I mean, that's absolutely beautiful as well. And so you take the Zion and, and the idea of the Ion, and then you have the Reish, okay? And that Reish, if you go back to the 119th Psalm and try to delve into what that Reish would be, that, that letter that means the beginnings of something. It has to do with being number one, you know? And, and certainly we know that, you know, our, the bride is number one. In other words, that whole idea of Isaiah 61, that he set the captives free. Why? Because he wanted to declare, this is the year that you're his favorite. You're number one. And that word razon, which is the word that, that is used in Isaiah 61, starts with the resh, not by accident, because that idea of being first, again, if you, if you look at the, the verses in the in the race section of the 119th Psalm, and or even look at the verse, the race verse in the Proverbs 31, you're going to see again that it has to do with your number one. And also in the Song of Solomon, which is a spectacular example of the word letter race, because how many times when um, the bridegroom or when Jesus is describing his bride, does he talk about her being first? The first, especially in. Um, the seventh chapter, no, excuse me, in the sixth chapter, he talks about that she is the only one of her mother, the first choice of her that bore her. Those ideas, again, are that letter Raish and the idea of like, oh my goodness, that's you. That's us, right? That here we are, that it's not good for Jesus to be alone either. He wants all those puzzle pieces to be around him. And that is when we get all together, that is Adam itself, all that dust we've been talking about comes together in this unbelievable puzzle 
that is the body of Christ, that it, that is his bride. <laughs> and we are number one, okay, individually and collectively. You are number one. And, and that idea of that help meet is so much a picture. In other words, when you look at your bride, and unfortunately, you know, if, if you're a woman, you are the bride. But in my case, I have a bride. And when she um, comes in line with my vision, okay, not, not the vision that I have, I suppose, but the one that God gave me, this is what we're going to do with our family. And then, oh my goodness, the strength that she has and the ability to plan. Uh, like, again, go in and look at Proverbs 31 when, when it has to do with a Zion, and it has to do that she planned to buy a field, you know, that, that she could have a harvest of fruit. In other words, women are planners. I, I think that's spectacular to think about that. Like, can you imagine men planning weddings? I mean, that wouldn't be good. I mean, women are planners. <laughs> and, and when you look at it, again, the, the idea in Proverbs 31 of, of how this woman planned, that's that letter Zion in the midst of this word, Azer, which again, I can wonder and wonder and wonder and wonder about it. My hope is that you are going to wonder more about it today and think about how we can be the bride of Christ and mostly in love, which is what brides do, okay? Love, love, love their husband. And and Jesus says, if you obey me, I mean, if you love me, you're going to obey me. And what's his commandment? Love, okay? It all comes together right there in a better picture, what better picture could be than a marriage that is based again on love and the fruit of that love brings what? Children. Ah, it's amazing what God is doing. Thanks for listening. I do. I do.